Good afternoon. Welcome to Coffee and Conversation. This is the Del Norte County Office of Education and Del Norte County Unified School District weekly podcast. My name is Jeff Harris. I am the district and county superintendent of schools. And in the time it takes to sit down with a friend, have a cup of coffee, glass of tea, we are going to have a conversation um, about things within our schools that are of interest to our community. So joining us this week, um, we are privileged to have members of the Crescent City Police Department. Um, We've had a great relationship with the police department over the past seven years that I've been here. And today we want to talk a little bit about um, what those current services look like and say goodbye to a valued member of our team and, and welcome a new one on board. So joining me today, I have Chief Griffin. Welcome. Thank you. And Officer Lowe. Thank you. It's good to be here. And Officer Sanders. Happy to be here. Great. Well, thank you guys for taking time out of your day. I know that you've been really busy. Um, so, Chief, we've we've worked together uh, since you came on, and you've always been a really big supporter of schools, of students, of uh, the different programs we have. Can you tell me a little bit about why why it's so important to you? Because, you know, I have to tell you, I've been extremely impressed. Um, there have been times I've been ready to reach out to you and I've gotten a phone call from you before I could pick up my phone, uh, or you've called on a weekend before I was, was even aware of something and you've offered, or you've let me know things that were going on. Why, why are schools so important to you with everything else you've got to deal with? Yeah, I get in trouble with my guys a little bit cause I'm too, sometimes too onto things. I, I kind of like myself back to short circuit with Johnny five. I, I need input all the time. So <laughs> I'm always on things, but that's part of my job. So. And for those of you who didn't get that reference, yeah. you can go. <laughs> yeah, a little, little dating myself there. So uh, the importance to me, first and foremost, um, the whole reason I even took the or applied for the chief of police job is actually a little selfish to my point. Um, I'm a father of two children, uh, Carson and Rogue. Uh, they're in the school district here. And mm-hmm. my whole purpose of taking the job is I want to make it a better place for them uh, as far as the city and the county. I figure if I'm doing it for them, making it a better place for them, it's going to be a better place for everybody's children and everybody to live in. Right. So um, it's a little selfish, but that's kind of just the focus that I have. From that, I take back to my experiences growing up um, over in Medford, Oregon, in the school district there, and what I experienced in my interactions with police officers and, uh, you know, growing up in it, into um, school and sports, and it led me to a good career as far as playing football at Southern Oregon University, everything there was a few times along the way where people stepped in and kind of took that extra step with me, um, mm-hmm. vice principals and whatnot, law enforcement. And it really meant a lot to me because it kind of gave me something to look up to. I had great parents, had no problems with that at all. It was just that little bit extra because everybody's kind of looking for something anyways. Right. So the importance to me is if we can help out and help even mold or help, you know, guide some kids in different ways and, and kind of break a cycle maybe or just help them along the way. That's part of being community. That's what it's all about. Right. And, and I think tenfold is, is even enough to explain how much of an effect we could have or start to have with kids that we would normally only come into their lives during a very critical situation. Um, you're talking like domestic violence situation or, you know, they see us and all of a sudden now they're being taken away from their parents because of whatever happened there. Mm-hmm. That's not the first time that I want children or kids to be seeing our officers. I want them to interact with them. You know, hey, we're not, you know, the bad people that are out there or anything just mm-hmm. to get them or take them away what we can, you know, intercede younger because by the time it's, you know, late teenager years, that's too late. That's not something we're going to change. We're not going to break that cycle or anything. 
you know, so the reading programs that I'm, I'm hopeful to get back to once the COVID hopefully goes away. Um, <laughs> you know, we were taking uh, myself and the sergeant and the lieutenant canine, canine lieutenant into the schools and reading books to the kids. Right. Really getting in there young and saying, yeah. And they're always going to have the questions about what's on your gear belt and everything like that. But just that interaction. So that's, that's one of the first times they interact with you instead of the other issues. We can start to build that bond. And we're not there just to take people to jail or do the bad things or anything. That's not what this partnership's about at all. Right. It's getting in there, working with you guys and the staff, and really getting what's best for the kids out there, presenting them into society to be the best members of society that can do they can be. And you know, and, and I think that's cool because you know we were talking just before we started recording this, and I, I I get to deal with folks from all around the state, as I know you do. You know, when you go to different different events, but one of the conversations I had recently was with a uh, group of folks. They were talking about equity issues around the state, right? We were talking about um, law enforcement. We were talking about um, uh, COVID. We were talking about just a variety of things. And there's been a big push because of a lot of things that have happened over the last year or so in regards to um, how, how policing is done, especially in schools, about the the purpose of policing in schools, about the in many instances, the inappropriateness of policing in certain situations. And yet, when I describe the relationship that, that our district has, our county has, with our law enforcement agencies, people sat there quiet. And at one point, uh, one of my colleagues from Los Angeles said, I could only wish that that's the kind of relationship that we had. And I think, you know, you encapsulating it in really you know, those terms about it's, it's really community service. It's really about encouraging, motivating and exciting students about getting to know not just members of law enforcement, but, but you guys are members of the community. I mean, you're, you're, you're part of the backbone of the community, right? Um, so the backbone at Del Norte high in some of our schools for the last three years has been officer low. So low you're 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 going to some different pastures now so you know unfortunately we're going to say goodbye to you from the schools but you're still going to be in the in the community right but how have the last 3 years been what what were some of your biggest surprises walking in the door as the SRO there's been you know a lot of um you need to think about that for a minute. And that <laughs> challenges for a minute. <laughs> uh, with, with the certain, you know, with with the children nowadays. But for the most part, it, it was very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, all the kids are very, uh, majority of the kids are very open to talk and um, ask questions. And the, the part that I like the most is the ones that are uh, troubled or have, you know, something going on in their lives. Um, I'm able to talk to them and have them open up about um, things that are bothering them and uh, just being able to keep a type of open communications with the students Mm -hmm. is a very positive thing, I think, and and be able to have them see a different aspect of law enforcement that they don't see on a regular basis, um, either at home or within the community. It gives them um, an opportunity to get to know um, the police department and uh, myself, an officer, um, on a more personal level, they get to interact outside of being in trouble. Right. Well, and, and you know, I meant what I said. You, you've done a great job. You've, you've really weathered the last three years well. You were, the, you were there during a regular school year. 
And then you were there during the year that we got shut down for COVID. Then you were right. there last year when we were through the hybrid piece. So you've seen students really go through that kind of roller coaster ride mm-hmm. of needing support, of not having support. And you were there and you and I have had lots of conversations. You've mm-hmm. got a very interesting life story. Uh, I think you told right. me one night we were walking around the football field and, um, and I've seen you at every football game and, and you've done a great job of really connecting with students. And I think that's one of the, one of the things that, that you've mentioned is kind of really critical in this role is that, that developing relationships. Right. Um, it's, it's been, for me, I grew up in this community and I think, um, having a relationship with law enforcement and student and teaching faculties is a very important part of growth within a community and with, with our children. I think that just seeing a police officer inside the school uh, helps them be more at ease when they see us in the, in the community. And there's been instances where a kid might do something where they get in trouble Mm -hmm. Um, but seeing uh, an officer that they've been able to talk to they're able to open up and explain their actions or what they did right and that helps clarify sometimes you you know the reason why things happen and and uh, there, there are times where kids will always make mistakes but that's why we're here. That's why teaching staff is here is to help them along the way and help guide and let, get them to understand things that are right and wrong and acceptable in, in community. Well, and, and you know, most of the time, I think having done this now for 27, 28 years, however long I've been doing education, most kids are relatively honest, <laughs> Right. relatively. Right. <laughs> um, everybody tries to hide a mistake from time to time. Um, but you know, the kids have been, I I think they've, so chief and officer Lowe, they've been pretty open to having SROs on campus, right? I mean, most, most children really love it. And and the students it's, it's there. Um, it's just kind of seen as one of their buddies going to school too. Um, and you know, we do have a a specific purpose of providing protection to a point also, um, given other things that go on. Um, and that's a single purpose there, but Overall, I think the other thing we're missing too is Lowe's also come out of a shell a little bit being the, uh, the school resource officer. Um, he's, you can tell yet, he's a reserved person. Um, it kind of, it comes with his culture. It's, um, that's part of him moving on from this position. He's not moving on from the PD at all. Right. Um, but he's, we're really looking at an expanded leadership role for him um, based off what he's grown in this position. Right. And uh, it was almost seen as a, uh, not a very good decision on my part from some people to have him move on. So I kind of had to explain it. No, this is a normal progression. And it's a very good thing because uh, he's going to be available for sure for Officer Sanders uh, taking over, or, you know, coming back, helping out by any means. But that's kind of how it works. So right. it was very good to hear the responses from people like, oh, no, we don't want low to go. And not just teachers, not just admin, you know, students as well. So, oh, yeah. yeah. No. And, and, and you know, that, that was my first thought, too, because honestly, Officer Lowe, you, you've, you're impressive. You've done a really good job. You, you truly, truly have, even though I couldn't get you to sing today. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> but, but as you said, Chief, um, Officer Lowe, you're, you're kind of going to a, a different position in the, in the uh, department. But Officer Sanders, we're welcoming you on board. And your first day was the first day back at school with our students, right? It certainly was. So how did that go? I think that uh, 
I was uh, adjusting to the environment just as much as they were. It's been decades since I've been in school. <laughs> and uh, for a teenage brain, the year and a half they've been away for COVID probably felt like decades as well. Yep. So uh, just uh, kind of easing back into it, trying to remember the hallways, remember how things go as a student, and uh, just working my way through it with them. Yep. Well, it's a, it, it, it's a different feel. Than, than, than being on patrol, right? Yes, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> and so far, where have, where have most of your um, uh, experiences been? Have they been at the high school? Have you been to some of the other schools? I have. Uh, primarily, it's been at the high school, mm-hmm. but I'm also in Crescent Elk as well. Okay. But, uh, most of my presence and most of my work has been at the high school at this point. Wonderful. Yeah, well, it, it'll be really interesting, you know, when, uh, when schools open up a little bit more and, and you can you can take a tour and visit some of the elementary schools, because I, I think both of the other officers here can tell you that it's, it's hilarious when the little ones come up, <laughs> right? oh, yeah. they, they want those hugs. They want to be right <laughs> near you. Yeah. It, it, that's actually one of the better things going on. I'm, I'm a hug person. I'll give free hugs to anybody, but, and the kids come up, want that and stuff. And, but like the thing for me is now I've been long enough in the career you were talking about your tenure right. is now I'm starting to see the kids of the other people I've been dealing with. And <laughs> so it's kind of going on there. But so I did have one point to make as far as you, you mentioned earlier about us being part of the community. I think that's a very significant thing in this community itself is we all live and work here. Mm-hmm. We have families here. Mr. Lowe's families here, his family specifically, mm-hmm. my children here, um, Sanders, you went to school here, um, you know, roots here. So that we're really vested in this community. We oh, yeah. wanted to succeed just as anybody else. You know, we don't live otherwise and we don't, you know, tra- travel a couple hours in town just to work and then go. We are vested in this community and we want what's best for it. So that's a real, uh, I think a major point is why that relationship, I think also has more merit to it and really does work because it's what's good for the schools is good for us. So, Oh yeah. Well, and I think that that's, you know, that's kind of a cool part because you know, Officer Sanders, I wasn't aware of, of your background, you know, but I heard you talking to my uh, public information officer when I came in about kind of growing up here and going to school here and those kind of things. And and um, I, I, I knew a little bit about, you know, you, Chief, and Officer Lowe. And um, I think that that's huge, right? Because when we start dealing with the youth of this county, what I've heard since I've come here is we want our, we want better for our kids right? We always want better for our kids. And in a lot of places around California, and I think this is probably part of the problem you were talking about, Chief, there's that disconnect. That's the person who lives in the bed and breakfast community that doesn't reflect the community where they're working. And they don't know the people they're working with. They come in, they do a job, they go home and they live in a different environment, a different situation. Um, But we all live right next door to the people that we serve, right? whether it's you as, as uh, police officers or it's me as the superintendent, our neighbors are the people that we deal with every day in our schools and our community. Yeah. I, I feel that a little bit when somebody wants to make a complaint or something, they just knock on my front door and I don't know how many other chiefs of police actually, you know, have that issue or not, but <laughs> it, it's, that's, you know, we're held accountable a little bit differently too that way because right. yeah, I'm not going to Walmart and being unrecognizable by any means. I mean, I'm, I'm a you little have a bit mask on. Yeah. yeah even with a mask <laughs> on it's, Hey, that's, that's chief Griffin. So, you know, it's not a L.A. county where you can go to a certain right. area and you're never going to see that person again or what, you know, maybe not. It's Delano County. It's it's people come and live here and grow up here for reasons, mm-hmm. you know, and I made a kind of a joke of the social distancing. We've been social distancing, distancing champions for decades oh, yeah. here. Yeah, we, we do it normally. That's what we're kind of known for. That's why people want to live here. So the Redwood Curtain, the right Redwood there. Curtain, just, yep. you know, and, and uh, you know, I, I, they were talking about closing down the beaches for a minute or two. 
when things were going on and, and it's why that's, you go to our beaches and people spread out anyways. So, but that's also the magnificence uh, or what's significant about this County right. is that's why we love it here. And, you know, and we all do want better for our children because our children are our future by far. And oh, so yeah. there's no other future there. It's, it's um, what we have to depend on. So, and, and that's the biggest key I think is, you know, I have friends that work down in like Sitch Heights and other mm-hmm. places like that. And they're, they're living, you know, a couple hours away and I, they're, their um their way to, to work is at least a two three hour drive or something oh yeah mine's maybe i think it takes me two minutes to get to the pd and when i was living maybe a little bit outside of town the only thing that took me worse was when there's the traffic jam because there's an elk herd across the road so you know that's <laughs> there, there aren't many people in california yeah. that could say that was a problem yeah that that's our traffic jams you know and so but i think that's what makes it different here and that's what yeah. makes it beautiful about it too so so, Officer Lowe, I don't mean to leave you out here, but I'm going to ask Chief Griffin and Officer Sanders. So, looking at this upcoming year, what what are some goals that you guys have as far as working with students at school? What what what's something that you maybe either want to develop more, or you want to start, or what what are you thinking as you're dealing with our with our students this year? I think it's something that Officer Lowe has already been really good at, as he uh, mentioned it was important to him how approachable he was and that he had a personal relationship with a lot of these students and that they felt comfortable talking to him mm-hmm. and reporting him if things are going on at home or if they had concerns about anything that they felt comfortable and not off put or intimidated by the uniform going mm-hmm. up to him and, you know, talking to him about those things. I would like to have a little bit more um, presence on campus if that's uh, possible, depending on, you know, there's a lot of things going on, but I would like to develop those relationships and have students comfortable enough to come up to me and talk mm-hmm. to me about things, even if it's just about police work in general. Mm-hmm. I think that we can all agree that right now, uh, police work doesn't have the best image. And I think a lot of those things are misconceptions and there's a lot of demystifying that can be done about police work. And maybe students have had a bad occasion with law enforcement and they come up to me and say, Hey, well, this happened. And you know, these are my concerns. And maybe I could talk to them about why that might've been or how that can improve in the future. But just having those open, positive relationships with law enforcement, because ultimately we're part of the community. And a lot of times our effectiveness is only as good as the civilians who report things to us or tell us about things. Right. I think, I think that's the key to build on that is continue what Mr. Lowe's been doing the past several years, build on that. You know, we're not asking Officer Sanders to be the second version of Lowe. I don't want that at all. He's going to be himself there. So right. he's going to learn his way but continue building those positive relationships in all aspects of it. And not just for, Hey, this is the law you're breaking. Here's the elements that answer those questions, be transparent about our profession. Cause now's now, in my opinion, is the best time in the world to be a law enforcement officer. So mm-hmm. we can show people, this is what true leadership is on an individual basis. Cause it's no longer, you know, Hey, you're the leader of the agency. So, you know, you're the only leader they have. No, it's on every individual officer that's out there to be an individual leader. If you don't see something is wrong, say something, do something right there. So. I like that dynamic because now's, now's the time to dig in your feet and say, yeah, we're here for the right purpose and doing the right things. And when they have questions and children have questions, you've anybody has it. Right. It's, we're transparent. That's, that's what I've been through uh, since day one of chief of police is we are going to be a transparent organization. You have questions, we'll have answers. Um, and we'll show you just today. I had a lady, I wanted to have an, a presentation about her body camera system that we just upgraded. Took a half an hour, showed her through it, did demonstration. She had extra questions, no problem. So I think between that and building on it and really helping out the school administration 
and your goals and just kind of melding together as far as what we can do to make it a better place to thrive for the children in their education. Because that's the overall goal, what it's about, whatever we can do to help. Yeah, well, and you know, I, I, I really appreciate that from both of you and also Officer Lowe from what you've done too, because, you know, we all know that our kids coming back are really suffering from a lot of social emotional issues. There's anxiety, there's stress at home, there's a lot of things that are going on. And as we deal with um, mental health and, you know, we make sure that our kids are coming back and that they're, they're supported, you know, a lot of, a lot of the times, and you guys have talked about the, really the proactive end of it, but when you do have to deal with a child at a, at the scene of an incident, or if something's happened, you're often dealing with them at a time that they're incredibly stressed. You're dealing with them at a time when they may be very confused about what's going on. And there may be multiple ages of kids that are involved too. And again, I just have to tell you, in talking with my colleagues, I don't think that there's probably another department that I've talked to anybody about who is as professional, as caring, and I think kind of universally respected as you guys are. So I just want to say thank you for everything you've done. Officer Sanders, we look forward to getting to know you a lot better over the next few years. Officer Lowe, we'll see you around town. Yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) And Chief, thanks for everything you've done as well. Thank you very much. 